0: Way that this feels like monsters
1: incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're kidding me right now. I was like seven. Yep. Six.
0: I'm like I, was, I said monsters incorporated. I skipped monsters. Is it Monsters Inc.?
2: It's Monsters Inc.
0: Okay, Mo- monster.
2: Monsters Inc.
0: Monsters Inc. Okay.
1: okay. The way to take off. <laughs> <laughs> the, what is it? It's a.
2: It's the fear of yeah.
1: my I just. <laughs>
0: That's one of the best Pixar movies out there.
2: Listen, it's my favorite. Yeah, and I I know it's
0: but the right song
2: I know it's a little controversial. It is. I really like Monsters University.
0: Oh yeah, well.
2: And like uh, it's because uh, I'm a sucker for a good backstory. Sure, sure. That's L- why. You know
0: what? You know what? I'll make you this promise. Mm. I'll go home and rewatch it tonight. And I'll tell you how I think about it.
2: Are you serious? That's serious.
0: That's pinky like, on it right now, baby. That's sickening. Pinky that's on it right sickeningly now. Sickeningly sweet. Great. Well, hi, Welcome. I'm uh, I'm your dad who knows entirely way too much about Stevie Nicks, Keon. That was my attempt at Katya. I love
2: it. <laughs> and I am you. You said that I tricked you because I didn't look like my Polaroid picture, Jill Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was perfect. You like that it? That was
0: perfect. Thank wow. You. Thank you. Damn, you got me, dude. <laughs> Literally, you got me. There's really...
2: There's really no greater thrill for me than like making somebody laugh. And when I make you laugh, your your face just like lights up and I, it makes me it makes me so happy. I
0: genuinely was not expecting that. Like that, that <laughs> got my ass. Thank you for that. Dang.
2: You're welcome. Well,
0: here we are, dude. 3. <clears throat>
2: Episode 3.
0: We're already 3 years old. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> Third time's a charm. Third time's a
0: charm. Here it is. Um <laughs> but we're so happy to Wait, do you know that character? Do you know Judy Grimes? Kristen Wiig's Judy Grimes from SNL? Oh my god. Right?
2: Yes. Okay, good,
0: good, good. good. I was (laughs) making sure. Sorry, we said just kidding, and I was like, please tell me she knows who Judy Grimes is. (laughs) Um, If you don't know who that is, go Google it.
2: Kristen Wiig is
0: One of our great comedians.
2: Kion and I had a little adventure over the weekend where we were painting together, and we basically just... Pretty much just like,
0: i talked about Bridesmaids, and the next thing you know basically we're hitting all the all the pointers, We dude. just
2: like every good scene in the movie, yeah. which is a lot a of lot scenes. A lot of them, a lot of them. Just recited all of them. All of
0: it because it was
2: it's that it's that good of a movie. Yeah. It truly truly is. If you haven't seen Bridesmaids, definitely Come watch on. it. Come on. Where have you been? Get it's, up you know there. that movie is like almost, almost 10 it's, years old. It
0: is 10 years old. Dude. Yeah.
2: I was like, "Wow."
0: I was literally 15. Oh my
2: god. I, I was still in high school, so same, same. Oh yeah. Well, well, I have a question for you. Hit
0: me, honey.
2: What is making you happy this week?
0: Great question. Great question.
2: And it can be, you know, it can be like an actual tangible thing. Sure. It can be something you watch.
0: Sure. I'm gonna say two things. Okay. I'm going to say I watched David Byrne's American Utopia. Oh. Do you know who he is? No. He's he's the lead singer of uh, Talking Heads. It's his Broadway show that he did. What? I didn't know about this. It's essentially an hour concert, like a two-hour concert. Spike Lee himself directed it.
2: Where can I watch this?
0: HBO Max. I'll give you my information. Oh, you're too kind. I should
2: just get my own. It's worth it. Truly, I should. It's worth it.
0: Um, But that was really something to witness yeah it's just there's just something about really like you know like broadway is just so like it's sort of the same like you know people want the they want the spectacle they want entertainment they want the like wow
2: i believe that the uh the saying goes same soup just reheated
0: correct and um (laughs) i feel like david Byrne said new soup with a little bit of spice
2: Oh, it's and like broccoli cheddar,
0: honey. It's like that good soup from in a bread bowl. Yes. What's that? What's that good soup from um, Olive Garden?
2: Oh, it has like sausage the...
0: in it, and it's like kind of it's white, it's creamy.
2: Oh, I don't know. I okay. usually get the um, if I go to Olive Garden. Haven't been to
0: Olive Garden in centuries. They've but got yeah. like
2: this uh, gnocchi soup. I like mm. chicken and dumplings, and okay. that's the closest thing they have to okay. it. Okay. Um... Anyways, it's good soup.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this in this in this show, Ameri- David Burns American Utopia was I can't wait to watch this. So good. Okay, um, that's
2: the first thing. First thing, second thing
0: is going to be just rediscover vinyls. Mm. Because there's something about a vinyl that doesn't allow you to skip and you have to sit there and listen to the whole album. But there's times where because of like Spotify or like iPods, we skip because we're like, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. That there's something about working, like like doing whatever, wherever yeah, you are, yeah. and putting on an entire vinyl and just letting it play.
2: Oh, it's magical. It really is. It is. And it really forces you to kind of pay attention. It does. And, t- you know, like slow down yep. and take in this art the way that the artist intended.
0: Intended, honey. I
2: love that. So,
0: yeah. What about you? What about you?
2: What's making me happy this week it's gotta be the fact that I watched Promising Young Woman.
0: <gasps> oh my God!
2: And if you haven't seen Promising Young Woman, it was on sale for Prime Day. Yep. I'm yep.
0: sorry. Listen, <laughs> CEO entrepreneur born <laughs> in 1964, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Jeffrey
2: Bezos. Yeah, um, we don't we don't
0: we don't stand Prime Day. But listen, no, it deals a
2: deal. And, you know, I feel like I didn't really contribute to, like, waste or anything. I just, I, I rented a yeah, movie. You watched a movie.
0: It's and, okay. And
2: um, I watched it. It was not what I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. But, boy, it's... did it have an impact on me. Yeah. And this was something that I didn't notice until later. I was like, wow, these actors. Like, okay, there's Bo Burnham. And, oh, my gosh, that's Mick Lovin. Yep. And, oh, my gosh, that's Adam Brody. Yeah. Well... All of these actors yeah. who are either comedic actors yep. or, like, lovable actors. The girl from Community. Yep. Allison Brie. Yeah. All of these actors are meant to make you feel safe. Yep. They're, they're cast in a very, very specific way to oh, give you God. a false sense of security because every single person in that movie is an asshole.
0: Can I just... Tr- oh, my God. I'm so tempted. Like, some of my favorite podcasts when they talk about things, they go, "Okay, at this moment, go ahead and fast forward to like this thing." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to talk about the ending because there like what you're saying, there's a specific actor who shows up who it, it immediately, at least for me I was going, "Wait." I was like, "I was in like what?" But then that person showed up and I was like, "Oh." And then later on I went, "Oh, wow." thank emerald for you got me girl wait
2: who are you talking about
0: do we spoil this right now
2: yeah okay listen, right listen, now
0: fast forward literally from this moment on
2: until 10 minutes and 19 here. seconds okay if you don't want this movie spoiled
0: here we go one two three so cassie gets suffocated right yes you're going is she dead what the hell's going on uh-huh. what's going on Schmidt shows up. Yeah. And it becomes like a New Girl episode. From New Girl. And you're like... Yeah. And I was like... I started laughing because I was like, what the hell is he doing here? Like, I like... But at the same time, it's like... And there's a dead woman. Yeah. And and as the audience, you're like, uh... Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. But you're like... You're you're laughing because you're uncomfortable because you're like, oh, ha ha, the typical like, dude, it's just a crazy bachelorette weekend. Oh, my God. And then they burn her and you're like,
2: Oh, she's wow, actually dead. She's
0: dead. She's dead.
2: And you know what? Another like Easter egg for me mm-hmm. in the movie was I love Alfred Molina. Oh. Like, I don't know why, but I just really love Alfred Molina. Same. He's in um Rango. He is. And I was he's, like, d-
0: he's Doc Ock.
2: I was like, is that Alfred Molina's voice? Yep. And Dylan was like, how did you know that? Yep. She casts someone who is typically portrayed as the villain. Yep. And he's the only person in that movie where yep. she actually is like, Oh my god, he feels bad. Yep. He he's yeah. eating himself up because of he he knows that what he did was wrong.
0: Yep. I mean, I just want to give Emma Furlong wherever you are, girl, just so much applause. I yeah. mean, she won the she won the Oscar for best mm-hmm. screenplay.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: Oscars are cowards because that movie Truly. to me, I think that movies that win the Oscar are films that are defining. Mm-hmm. They change it's something that is it's changing genre or it's, it's, I don't know. It's something that is like, mm-hmm. nobody else could have done that. Yeah. This is groundbreaking. And to me, I know it may be a little bit out there, but I think that movie is completely just like, wow. Well,
2: I I mean, like to make a movie about how we like as a society talk about sexual assault. Yes. How, how we, we don't we, believe yeah, people. How we tend to favor the, the perpetrator. And, and, you know, she even says it. I forget the name of the character. The dean
0: basically oh. says,
2: oh, innocent until proven yeah. guilty. That's right? so brilliant. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Be- because, you know, if you ever go to school or oh, you yeah, go to college, like this is like one of the main places that something like this will happen. And I... I tr- I truly enjoyed it. I love Laverne Cox. Same. I wish there was more so of her. So much. There was more of her. Wish there was more of her. I like. Wish her character had more to do. Sure. Um, but yeah. Overall, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Definitely watch it if you haven't. It is R rated.
0: Yes. So and please know that like, I mean, uh, without saying, there are some trigger warnings in there. So like, Definitely. you know, if you just. Take it with a, you know, a mm-hmm. deep breath, but know that it's worth watching.
2: Yeah, and I think the reason it's making me happy is because, um, I, you know, seeing a movie that moved me yeah. like that, It's it's been a little while since I saw a movie like that. Sure. I mean, that's not 100% true because Bo Burnham's Bo Burnham. inside moved me uh, quite a bit, but also the fact that it's a female director, director. was really nice yeah, and me. very refreshing. And you could tell that this movie was like crafted. Yep by a I mean, They did it in 27 woman. days.
0: 27 days. Wow.
2: I really actually can't believe that. Yep.
0: And Noel Pharrell is one amazing, 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 amazing director. Yeah. Anyways, um,
2: welcome to Revolving Doors, a theater podcast. Yeah, sorry. Sorry
0: about that. Sorry. Got a little, little sidetracked there. But, no, but
2: like truly theater and film become they intertwined. Become, and, and I think it's important. Like,
0: listen, <laughs> Eric Clark, when you listen to this, you, I didn't forget, honey. Like Beyonce said... <laughs> You know that you're that bitch when you cause all that conversation. <laughs> art should cause conversation.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, good, good art yes. should spark a conversation that yes. maybe wouldn't have been sparked without it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, speaking of theater. Yeah. We have another.
0: Another one.
2: Another one. We have another listener question from our amazing friend, Cassandra.
0: Now, I want to say something real quickly. Oh, please. Um... Cassandra, we love you, but I just—I think we should be honest about yeah. the fact that she's married to Ryan Reynolds, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, let's just let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Her name is Blake Lively, actually. Cassandra's a phone <laughs> name. You know, I'm sorry. This is so stupid. <laughs> sorry. She's
2: gonna laugh. She's gonna be
0: like these idiots. Anyways, <laughs> um, yes, our good friend Cassandra, addressing us a listener question.
2: Um. Yeah, she. Uh- A queen? A queen. A goddess. I made that
0: joke because her name, she is married to a lovely human being named Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) So I made that joke to be like, ha ha, she's really surprised. LOL.
2: But she's like gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So kind. So talented. The talent. Go Follow
0: her on TikTok, Cassandra May. Ugh. YouTube, she has a, they have a, they have a YouTube, it's, um, Saturday morning adventures, right? Is that what it is? Saturday
2: morning adventures.
0: Follow them, give them love.
2: Because they are truly some of the sweetest people. Like that I've ever had the pleasure yep. to know their wedding went off. off. And as well,
0: <laughs> if you like traveling, that's where you baby. They're all about the national parks. They're honey. all about the
2: traveling. Yeah, And I I, I like look up to them yep. for that. It's so cool. They traveling
0: have, hood. Or they, what is it? I messed up. Never mind. They
2: got two cat, Two kitties.
0: You <laughs> probably shouldn't spoil her whole life on this podcast. Oh yeah,
2: probably not? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Cassandra asks, what are your... Favorite Mm. classic play, favorite new play, and favorite musical.
0: Now, I will be honest with you. We got this question. She texted us this Mm -hmm. when the second episode came out. And the fact that I still (sighs) only have two answers. Yeah? It's the classic that's getting me. The
2: classic is also getting me as well.
0: It's the classic. I I, I think I have it, but I... I don't know if it's
2: well. You go first, and we sure. can talk through it because sure. I do think it's interesting for like you know our taste in theater, what we actually like. like yeah, is important, and I'm probably one of the most indecisive people Same ever. Up. I cannot it's make the... a decision. I don't really have a favorite of anything, so it's oh, this is hard.
0: For me, I can talk about favorites. Ooh, um, okay, then you go first. Sure. So I thought about it, right, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that I look at classic like anything that was like considered. I think I look at classic as anything that's kind of I think it was like a defining year. But I think like before 19 like 50 something is classic. Mhm. Um and so I know that it's a play that people are like here I'm gonna get some eye rolls. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say good old Edward Albee's who is afraid of Virginia Woolf?
2: Well, see, that's just not fair. Is that yours
0: too? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because because it's the only play that I can think of that, you know, was written a while ago. Same. That's not super, well, str- I mean, it's still problematic.
0: Sure. I mean, to me, if I don't say that, it's, it's it. the other two that people are like Keon, really? But it's like, it's either Romeo and Juliet okay. or it's Angels in America.
2: Oh, you know what? That's interesting because I thought you were going to mention Streetcar.
0: Oh, I love streetcar. Yeah, but I, know I you but do. Tennessee Williams is sweet. That's a uh, whole yeah. other conversation. Yeah. I do love streetcar, mm-hmm. but I, I, rev- I don't, I'm learning to let go of that because it, it's just something that I love Blanche Dubois, but I also realize that that's literally a woman who is like pining for the South. Mm-hmm. Who's like, I mean, she, it, she's racist. So, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, she's racist. Uh, there's no way, there's no way around it. So, mm-hmm. but yes, I, so you know what? You go ahead and take Virginia Woolf.
2: Okay. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Angels because I love Romeo okay. and Juliet, but I that's that's a whole different conversation.
2: And it truly is a classic. It's you know yeah. it's done. People do it like as a tribute yes. a lot of the times now, yes. and it's still being produced. So I think that's really really beautiful.
0: If you have a national well, the National Theatre, which is amazing, big big huge theater in London, they put on some of the most glamorous mm-hmm. productions in the world. They did a production of Angels in America, which was like the first revival in years with Andrew Garfield, yep. Nathan Lane. Um, oh my gosh, Nathan Lane. Both one Tony's for it, how or I don't agree with Andrews. Um, no. But if you have the chance, do watch it. If you've never seen Angels in America, I think it's a great, great, great production. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would say Angels in America
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Romeo and Juliet would be my my, would be my classics.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, I I do have to say, I I am i'm still a sucker for shakespeare oh same um i i also do really appreciate Chekhov's work and oh we, we did mention that seeing uncle Vanya yeah, was like a life huge change. life changer yeah. and actually cassandra was there when we she saw was, uncle Vanya. she was um so i i also i found a new love for that play yeah, yeah. as well
0: <laughs> yes i think Chekhov was deeply misunderstood i think he's been taught wrong for the longest time
2: i agree with that
0: yeah yeah um, so there's, so there's... So that's there's the classic.
2: classic. Uh, what about new plays? So
0: I'm actually going to say a musical.
2: Whoa.
0: Okay. Um, because this is why I can't say plays. Okay. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that I read too many plays. Sure. And I specifically read too many plays from, oh, you know what I'm going to say. Oh my God. New Play Exchange. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if you don't know New Play Exchange, it's basically Netflix for plays. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's so inexpensive. Like literally, if you like to read plays, if you want to read plays from playwrights who are really working in the American canon right now, mm-hmm. go on your Play Exchange. It's
2: really awesome because you can, what you know, you subscribe. Yep, you can pay by month or you can pay for the year. Yep, and you can search plays just like like a keyword. A keyword. You can search
0: playwright attributes, narrative attributes.
2: It's awesome, and then you can like. Find your playwright and look at their recommendations. Yep. See what they're reading. It is very it's, very cool.
0: It's one of the best things that's ever happened in this world. It's awesome. So the reason why I'm gonna go with this musical is because as much as I lo- I I'm going off of things that I've seen.
1: Mm. That's
0: kind of what I categorize it as. Like I like because if I can if I read it sure but I think seeing it makes a difference. Okay. So for me, I'm gonna say my favorite new thing that I new new piece of theater that I enjoy is my favorite is Lizard Boy.
2: Oh my gosh! Because you've actually seen yeah, that. I saw that. Oh, the and music it, in oh that man. show is awesome.
0: I, I was really fortunate to see that <sighs> on the closing afternoon. Damn. It was so hard to get tickets because it was a huge production in Seattle.
2: Oh my gosh. And then
0: Diversionary did it here in San Diego. And I saw the literal last performance and... There's something, there is something. Like, don't get me wrong. That's the beauty of theater is that some shows can be put in big auditoriums and you you feel the weight of it and you're like, yeah. wow. And then shows like Lizard Boy, where it's in the small compacted space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're doing so much, mm-hmm. both vocally and the direction. Brandon mm-hmm. Ivey, who's a director mm-hmm. who I love, his direction of that musical, brilliant. Justin, wow. I'm going gonna, gonna to say his last name, I feel terrible, but I think it's does? okay, brilliant, like,
2: wow, so
0: amazing. I yeah, for me that's my favorite new thing. What's yours?
2: That's awesome. Well, I mean, now now that you said a new ish yeah musical, I mean, all right, I'm just gonna talk about it because nope. the, it it was it was a big moment. Yeah. it was a big moment Come on, for me. I know what you're gonna say. I know you Come know on. what I'm gonna say. Okay, all right. So in 2018, I went to Edinburgh. Let's go <laughs> for my study abroad. And it was awesome because we were there during the Fringe Festival. Yes. And the Fringe Festival happens in August
1: mm-hmm.
2: every summer in Edinburgh. Yeah. It is the creative city. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. Yeah. And literally hundreds of artists flock to the city to yeah. put on their shows. Yeah. And... Um, You know, my the group that I was with, we had chosen some plays. And, you know, we were going to go with our big group. Mm -hmm. And then, like, some of us were going to go off on our own and see some. And I we were, like, in a very... We were on a crowded street. And I saw a poster that looked like the exact same poster that we had at Signet for The Last Wife. Okay, wow. It was purple. Yeah. And the text was, like, this metallic... And I was like, "That looks exactly like the last wife. Yeah. What is that?" Yeah, and it was called Six Divorced Beheaded Live, and I was like, "Is that a musical about yeah. the six <laughs> wives of Henry VIII?"
0: Right, which is like when you when you say it out loud, you're like,
2: oh. "Get out of here!" Yeah. I was like, "That that's and awesome."
0: Especially well, see for me. Well, that's to cut you off, sorry. Here we go. But for me, it's like. I it sounds awesome, but I roll my eyes a little bit because totally.
2: I'm like. Because I'm like, that idiot come after Hamilton. You're
0: like,
1: oh. Okay, I was like, oh, this right. is a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's
2: super cool and I'm into it, but like, right. what that sounds like a joke. Right. How do you do that? So, um, some of the fringe shows that we were going to like see were like six dollars. Yeah. Like very, very cheap. cheap. Like super cheap. Oh, that's cheap. Um, pounds sorry six pounds oh, that's like, right. like super super cheap which is you know that's awesome yeah. well this one was 15 okay sure. she's
0: pricey so i
2: was having some trouble like getting you know people to go with me sure, um sure. i was able to get a couple girls together and you know we, we were gonna go and i was actually late i like showed up late like we got there right to sit down
1: wow and it
2: was at this big blimp it was like in a tent it was oh, like set God. up all that's like so cool super like gritty there's like concrete on the ground right and, um, so the band was like warming up and they're all female. And I was oh. like, whoa, that's really cool. Wow. Like all of them. They're all dressed in these super cool, almost like steampunk, sure. like, like studded, like awesome costumes. And then the show started.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure, you know, by now, a lot of people have listened to Six and have listened to like the cast recording, baby. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I'm I heard an OG. those vocals live. <laughs> I heard those vocals live, yes. and w- the, from the very moment that yep. that beat dropped, yep. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh I'm not in Kansas yep. anymore." That is
0: Mute Lizard Boy. The second the second that goes up, there's like a little like
2: ding, ding, ding,
0: and then the first note starts, and oh. I was like, "Oh, so this is gonna be literally amazing for the next like however long this is." huh Yep.
2: Yeah. And and so you know. I watched the whole thing. You Please listen to it on Spotify Same. if you haven't. You can listen like, to
0: both of these shows on Spotify.
2: Lizard Boy, the music in Lizard Boy is an um, incredible. Listen,
0: if you are a woman or a female identifying individual, hell, who cares? If you can sing, honey, A Terrible Ride is one of the that greatest. That is my song. That is my song. One of the greatest songs to hit the musical theater canon in like the past 10 years and no one seems to know it it's because
2: it's, it is underground yeah it is undergr- i mean it's not it hasn't been performed uh-huh, a lot so uh-huh. so yeah yeah so watching six at the end i was I, I was just bawling yeah because i was like this is this is a female empowerment piece yeah And finding out that the show was written by two people while they were still in college.
0: Oh my God. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. One female and one male writer. And they just, right out of the, right out of the park. The talent. And like what they've done with the show now. So Six has tons of different casts. I met the original cast. Come on. Um too.
0: Same. I met. I did meet. I did meet OGs. I didn't I met them. They I were. I have my sign play, bill I'm that gay.
2: They were so sweet. Like they came out of the little tent mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. after the show, and they like met everybody. Um, there was like older people sitting in the very front. They were yeah. like twerking on them, like oh for the very last like wow. number. Oh, it was awesome. Okay, good. good, good it was good, good, it was amazing. Good, like good. it was great. Everybody was having a wonderful time. Beautiful. <laughs> it was it was consensual. Okay,
0: good, 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 good,
2: good. Um, and and then I was like people need to know about yeah. this and figuring like and i watched it grow so like i, I watched people like start to like know what it was sure. and it, and that was really really cool because this deserves it yeah. and then they did this awesome thing where they kind of like marketed the show and now it tours on cruise ships yep. it's in australia it's on, it's on broadway it's in the west end yep. they took this show yep. and they can do it Literally anywhere anywhere because all you need is the six queens. And like the live band was amazing as well. You can add the live band there. It was just... Incredible. Incredible. And, uh, you know, there's some stuff about it that I don't like. Sure. Uh, The the setup for it, for them to actually sing the songs is a little hokey and like not super great. And I would definitely change that part of it. Okay. But uh, the costumes. Gorgeous. (laughs) They're so cool. Oh, yeah. Like it's every... I wish I could have grown up like a little kid. See,
0: I was just going to say like watching this. that was like that the best thing about Lizard Boy is that like it is such a love letter to like being a young queer person and like loving superheroes Ugh. but like realizing that like the only superhero in this world is yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have to you have to be an advocate for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. So that's my favorite new. Sure. And I know it's not a play. I Same. do just want to give, like, an honorable mention because we just got done, like, kind of working yes. on a new play.
0: Sharon by Sharon Green. Sharon
2: by Keiko Green. I'm, like, I'm kind of obsessed with that play now. Me too. I really want to see it done.
0: Same. There's a lot of plays that I could talk about. like, a,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Like I said, New Play Exchange, please, like, if you live in a town where there's theater... New play development is such a difficult thing, and, and getting yeah. new plays to be produced is such a difficult thing, and it takes a lot of faith mm-hmm. to have people take a chance on a new thing that's never yeah. been done. So, like, even though you may not know it, if you are able to go support somebody's new work, mm-hmm. even if it may not be your favorite, yeah, you should go support
2: it. Definitely, yeah. Ma- that's where the magic happens, and. You're so right. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people want to see a season and see a lineup where they, they know, what they do. know yeah. every show. I'm interested in the opposite. Same. I love to see, like, I don't know that show. I don't know this show. That's right. so exciting because now I get to, like, It's expanding your knowledge. Yeah, I get to experience something new. How freaking cool is that? Yeah.
0: So, Cassandra, oh, we'll still learn more. we still learn oh, yeah. more. Oops, okay.
2: Oops. Favorite musical? Easy
0: peasy, oh my God. Lemon Squeezy, Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
2: Nice. easy. Love it. I don't even need an explanation, nope. really. But if you'd like to... You've I, seen it.
0: Yes, I have, baby. I, uh... So, uh... Saw the movie in middle school. Was like, what is this? I'm a little confused.
2: Who was in the movie?
0: So, the OG creator, John Cameron Mitchell... Okay. ...was in the movie. Directed the movie. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Was was the original Hedwig on Off-Broadway. Wow. Um, Then, you know, 2014... They revive it on Broadway. Neil Patrick Harris is starring. That's right. He's getting his training from Willem, which is like amazing. Wins the Tony. It wins, it wins all these awards. And then you go on to have, you know what? I'm going to do this real quickly. So you go on to have Andrew Rannells, Darren Chris, Michael C. Hall. That's my, that's Michael my. C. Hall's Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. Honey, I don't, ah. listen, I know Broadway bootlegs are not a good thing. But, baby, if you can go on YouTube and watch Michael C. Hall's Hedwig, you will be thinking me. Oh, my God. Um, and then John Cameron Mitchell himself re- re- reprised the role on Broadway. Wow. Hurt his knee.
1: Oh, my gosh. And
0: was, like, doing it on a... But still, like, I mean, amazing eminent clothes when Taye Diggs, the very first black Hedwig, oh. ever happened. Then went on tour, and Lena Hall, who was playing Yitzhak, who was the other character in the play, uh-huh. went on to be, like, the, I think the second female... To play Hedwig.
2: Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Um, oh my gosh. And then,
0: yeah, I saw it and it came to San Diego. I originally was like in the back.
2: Wow. But with
0: my good friend, Amy Oliverio. Hi, <laughs> Amy. Um, and I was like noticing that no one was getting up close. And I said, you know what, Amy? We're going to the front. We're going to the front. And watched it, cried. We love it. Hedwig is my everything. So I that's mine. I love it. That's mine.
2: Oh my God. So m- mine was a little bit harder sure. to decide on just because there's so like there's there's a lot that i really really love oh i could talk
0: about a lot of different musicals but yeah yeah.
2: but i think the one like that i i love the most is the wild party
0: oh yeah prohibition
2: every song is an absolute now hold on
0: which 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 version are you andrew lippa all right there we go Yeah, yeah, yeah there
2: we go so uh the story behind that is um two people Wrote the Wild Party.
0: You got Tony Collette. <laughs> you got Idina Menzel. I'm kidding. Sorry.
2: God, um, I actually don't remember the name of the other same writer. I but, just I
0: just know T- Tony and Idina.
2: But there was a disagreement, and they split up, and they wrote the they wrote the show two separate shows, yep. both called The Wild Party. And Andrew Lippa's is just undeniably the better one.
0: Not to um, not to I, we can't talk about it on the pod but remind me when we stop recording to bring up the wild party cool
2: okay i will uh oh i really want. sorry
0: listeners
2: sorry about that <laughs> um but yeah um every every single song is an absolute bop mm. and it's just uh it's everything that i like like about musicals sure. because I, I will say i'm not a theatrical musical lover Sure, i i can appreciate some and i know i just said that i love six i like six because it breaks down the form of your typical musical
0: we love breaking form
2: i really like that i like lizard boy Mm. because it also does a similar thing sure does i really like uh next to normal because that
0: surprise winner that
2: is not your typical average Musical. musical sure I I appreciate the Wild Party because I think it is like a really theatrical oh, it, musical oh, piece. Yeah, but it gets down to the oh, nitty yeah. gritty, and oh, that yeah. what, that second to last mm. song. Mm. Pretty oh my gosh! Testify. I like. Testify. Let's I like go. Let's sit go. Every I like sing every part in the car.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Listen, it's. I believe that if your favorite musical, like if you can't just like literally start singing it, yeah. Like, without thinking about it. Do you love it's it? It's not
2: your favorite yeah. musical.
0: Yeah. So, oh, Wild Party is a...
2: Ooh, yeah, oh, I love it. we having a wild, wild party. Yeah, I love it. Um, so that's that's to answer your question, Cassandra. And I know I questions. know that was a long-winded answer, but I do feel like it's important for everybody to know what our favorites are.
0: It's, it's how you get to know us. For those people who hopefully are listening who don't know us very well. Yeah,
2: for sure. Um, so uh, we're actually going to take a little break, and then when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about Keon's first theatrical experience after the Pandorama. Um so here's a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Sunscreen.
1: Hi there.
0: If you're like us you're a human being, constantly cooking under the harmful rays of the big ol' suh uh She's kind of a bastard. I mean, she's kind of important for the Earth. I enjoy her, but I do wish she wasn't so... loud? So, this is your reminder. She's not going away. Not for a long time. And it's time to over-apply that suh uh unscreen honey. Make this a promise to yourself. Apply sunscreen every day. I personally recommend Glossier's Invisible Shield for that 30 SPF love. Because why? No skin cancer, honey. And it smells good. Make this promise to yourself. Right here. And now. Sunscreen all summer, baby. No questions asked.
2: Sunscreen is for everyone. Slather yourself responsibly, and now back to the show. Was that a burp, D- girl? I just waved. <laughs> Cause there was a fly. Oh, there's a fly. <laughs>
0: yes. No. There's a little little buzzy bastard up in this room. Um <laughs> Buzzy
2: bastard. That's what they called me in high school.
0: Oh. <laughs> They just called me loser. Uh, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding.
2: Uh, do, you know what's interesting? Huh? I think I was too stupid to know that I was being bullied like in middle school. Oh,
0: not me, honey. Like I was just
2: an idiot, and I had no idea. These
0: mofo's must have smelled me and just <laughs> attacked me like some poor gopher they, on the woods.
2: They sniffed you out, did they? they?
0: Ripped my lungs out real quick, I tell you. Um, oh, oh
2: no! I'm
0: just so so sad to be. A- I can't anymore.
2: Can um, I have a question for you? Tell me. How was your first theatrical experience? Oh, after mm. well, I guess not after the Pandora, sure. because it's not really completely no, over. completely over, but but, but it's but been a it's while. Never really over.
0: Um, mm-hmm. okay, let me make sure I have a timer so I don't talk too long. Great. <laughs> I'll make sure. Sh- I'll make sure I. You oh, know, I can do trust math. me, yeah. I'll stop you. I can do math. Okay. You so do. You do. Oh, oh, Helen knows the owner. Oh. So I was sitting here exactly whenever we recorded this. What Was that two weeks ago? Mm hmm. And I got, I saw, I knew that the Globe was doing, the Old Globe here in Balboa Park, San Diego, mm. was doing outdoor live concerts with some of their leading ladies. Wham,
2: well, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Supper, really Good You say
0: that. One of the best Bowie songs. <laughs> But, um, that's a drinking game. How many times do I say um? So, (laughs) I get on Instagram after we record, and I was like, (gasps) because Soleil Pfeiffer, who I love, who was, and she's been, she's been a lot of things, but specifically here in San Diego, she was in Almost Famous the Musical. She was Mm. the iconic Penny Lane, was the first one up.
2: Iconic behavior, really?
0: Yes. Listen, let me just say this overall about Sillay Pfeiffer. Okay. I am a believer that there is effortless, iconic behavior, honey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where it's like, when she sings, sometimes it's like, she's so good that you're like, oh, you could just like wake up in the morning and just like, just the heavens would cry because it's so beautiful. So
2: just pure, raw talent. Talent! Mm -hmm. With a
0: capital T... Underline it, circle it, Ugh. sharpie it, put it in glitter, frame it, put it up on your house. and when I you want talk- it over
2: the mantle, honey. I want it over the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. So I found out she was doing it and I was
0: panicking because it was, it was the next week. And I was like, well, do I have, do I have the days off? Like, mm-hmm. do am I going to be busy? Like. And then I looked at the prices and I was like, oh, fifty-six dollars. I was like I
2: watched this boy sweat dripping down his brow. Oh my God. searching for these tickets. I
0: wanted to go so <laughs> bad because I thought to myself, here's a chance to see her like do be in her element. Like of course I saw her, I saw her perform, but and just so everybody knows, so Soleil Pfeiffer is, I'm gonna tell you right now, is going to be a big thing in the mm-hmm. next like ten years. She, um.
2: Well, she's got that name.
0: Well, the name Soleil, and that's spelled Ugh. S-O-L-E-A. Gorgeous name. Ugh. Soleil Pfeiffer, like Beautiful. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, gorgeous woman. Gorgeous. Not that, you know, but like, like I said, talent like crazy. Anyways, she, I discovered her because me and my friends were supposed to go to the Hollywood Bowl hmm. when we did West Side Story. And she was Maria. <gasps> Um, I wasn't able oh. to go, but my friend Snapchatted me and I was like, that voice is heaven. So it's then like... Almost Famous comes to town and I find out she's in it. And I'm like, well, I gotta go. Saw it. Amazing. Met Cameron Crowe. Life-changing. <gasps> Don't you have a photo with him? I do have a photo with mm-hmm. him. I have a photo with Cameron Crowe in the lead of Almost Famous Musical. It was a wonderful eee! night. Alex Newberry, if you're listening, thanks, bud. <laughs> um, anyways, so huge, amazing, just wonderful. She's been she was Eliza uh, in Hamilton. I forget oh, no, which tour, tour, but she was... she. I think the first national tour, she was Eliza. Okay. Um, and uh, was Evita. Wow. uh was in this amazing musical called Gun and Powder by Angelica Sherry. And we did have a moment. So, Leif, listen to this. It was me who cheered. I know Gun and Powder. <laughs> um, anyways, so I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm not going to go. And then I find a $27 <gasps> seat, second row. And I was like purchased no thought so in the cart in the cart card swiped uh swipe on the, the card on the card put it on the card um and so i go by myself because i'm like nobody really i don't yeah. have anybody that really know. i mean take yourself on a date right right and
2: so hell yeah um
0: was ready to be back really weird. um i don't i don't i go to like movies and stuff by myself but i don't see theater by myself uh-huh uh, now, forgive me, but I have to be honest. Okay. Uh, Honky Town. Honky <gasps> Central, he honey. he
2: went to Honky Town. I, mean, and I said he went <laughs> on down to Honky Town. I mean, child,
0: I, when I tell you that there was probably, including myself, like, maybe 15 people of color, that's pushing it, too. Okay. Not many young people either, which bum me out. Mm-hmm. Please, theaters, make theater more accessible for the young folks out there. And because that... Because we want to see it. Put that on a t-shirt. Thank you. That. So I get there, right? And, like, my mask is on. I go to the box office. They're all masked up. You know, ask them how they're doing, how they're feeling. They're, like, kind of excited to be back. But, you know, we're excited to be here. A little tired. It's Sunday. It was like Sunday at eight, 8 o'clock.
2: Thank you for being kind to yes. your box office staff. Thank you. They're doing their best. Treat them...
0: Very nicely, please. They take care of your tickets and um, you want those good seats, so it'll be nice.
2: They get those butts in those seats.
0: Yes, honey. Um, there I go again. Drink. Now, <laughs> the ushers didn't have masks on.
2: Oh.
0: Ushers were just, I mean, and when I tell you, like, I think there's a, I don't know. There is this weird sense that people think the pandemic is over. And so, like, upon arriving, it was just like hug central. Mm. There was actually, I do this weird thing where I write down a play a day and, um, <laughs> there was a, so I was sitting on the benches in front of the globe and there was this woman there who just clearly knew everybody I mean, mm. every time someone walked up, she'd be like, oh, my God, Lois. Oh, my God, Jane. Oh, my God, Barry and Margaret. and Margaret. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And she'd be like, oh, oh, blah, 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 Oh, and, and Ethel. And I've, I've had this party and that party. Oh, come get your drink and come say hi to my mom. She's 95. And I kept being like, woman, let these people live. <laughs> nobody came here to see you. Damn. Like, <laughs> nobody came to see you.
2: Lady, they came to see Soleil. Soleil. Not came you. to see
0: Soleil, Slay, Not to see you come over here talking about your damn Santa Barbara party for the 18th time. <laughs> I must have heard that conversation so many times. I ended up getting <laughs> off the bench and going somewhere else because she was like standing right in front of me, and I was like, "Wow, could you not go anywhere else?" So I have my mask on, but like, you know, people are at the benches. They're talking. They're eating. They're reuniting, hugging, kissing, all this stuff. Mask off. Mm,
2: mask off.
0: Future said, masks off," and he was right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. If you know that song. Listen to it. <laughs> Is that Future? Shit, I don't know. Um, drink. Look it up. So, anyways before you went in you did have to put your mask back on okay now something i saw that i don't know if i'm not to talk about this so globe please don't kill me is i went to get i love the globe hot cocoa i was right yes um i love globe hot cocoa feeders anywhere in san diego i'm sorry nobody can compete with the globe hot cocoa it was freezing cold so i got one mind what you
2: What's that recipe then? i
0: underdressed honey i only brought like a light jacket because i was like it's summertime <gasps> it's hot Honey, oh. Mama was shivering. Like
2: that, that coastal <laughs> air really got honey, to you, huh?
0: Girl, I was chittering. I said, "You were a, in a
2: cold pocket."
0: Yes, I was. <laughs> um, drink. So before you get, I went to get hot cocoa. I noticed a sign in the back that said, "Our staff is a hundred percent vaccinated," and I was mm. like, "How interesting! Interesting! How interesting!" Because I think that that is important to
2: say. Yeah.
0: But let's get to the important the important part. This is this is why I came yeah. here to talk about. This is
2: why we're here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay.
0: I didn't think I would like.
2: There's something about
0: seeing somebody that you just are like so amazed by. Yeah. Walk out instead and, and like be in front of you at, a, at an proximity that we're at pretty much, mm-hmm. and then they start doing like what they're good at, oh. which is like. She comes out. She looks stunning. She's wearing this beautiful shirt that's like to my back, people. I love you. I was like, girl, go off. And immediately is like, just starts singing. It's like, thank you so much for being here. And when I tell you, I know that anybody in that park who was there heard the angel sing. Heard her sing. She is, I will not lie, like almost famous, like. Her songs were really beautiful and she did sing her song from that show, which was Morocco. Okay. But it, it doesn't quite, it, it's, it's a beautiful song and yep. it shows how like good she, like how beautiful she is, right? Mm-hmm. But I will not lie. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a high note. Mm-hmm. And every time she hit them, I was like, oh my God. But soulful. She talked about how, um, Drank, she, <laughs> her piano player, they had worked here before and she was Eliza on Hamilton, and she was talking about how, like, "Oh, people love Hamilton." I always have to sing "Burn," but I always have to sing Burn. and she's like, "I'm here, and I want to change it up." So she did this like guitar-y, like very like kind of like rock version of "Burn."
2: What it
0: was so good. You could, we weren't allowed to record, but uh, trust me, if I could have, I would have because
2: listen, I'm a sucker for that song, dude. Like that's my that's my favorite song in Act Two. Sure. Of Hamilton. Sure. So wow. I would like, have loved Like you know, like the, to the see normal that.
0: like doo 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 doo. No, it was like <gasps> I mean it was like oh, I mean sexy. She nice. sang Slowburn because her boyfriend was there, which was I mean, and you know how much I love Slowburn by Casey Musgraves. Oh One moment that I want to talk about, but I it was so hard because I don't want to be obnoxious, right? I'm an I'm a young, young in a room full of people who want to go to bed, probably. <laughs> When it started.
2: If it were up to them, they'd have been better an hour ago. Thank you. They're not people who
0: want... They're not... They're, it's not... They're not people who are like, woo, yeah. Whereas I am. Uh-huh. It's a concert. Yeah. It's, the, it's not It's not the show. Artist,
2: the artist needs that energy. You're and giving them the gift of your energy. So
0: she's like... She gives this beautiful speech about how she's so excited about our generation. And this like the changing that the art's going to be when we start to be able to get a moment. And I'm like, Yes crickets no I'm like these old folks are disrespected this queen like show some damn respect on this woman please my favorite thing too was she was like how wonderful that I'm performing I got to perform on Juneteenth and not performing the day after Juneteenth and she was like I want you to tell the person next to you happy Juneteenth and she was like I can see some of you in there not even doing it so do it Ooh. and I was like you better tell them yes. um drink she <laughs> I mean she sang "A Vida." Mm-hmm. I, I just, every song, it was just, it was just powerhouse. Wow. It was effortless, amazing. And the hour went so fast. It was only an hour. Wow. It went so fast. Oh my but, gosh. uh, interestingly enough, uh, was spaced out. So we were, we were at the outdoor venue. We weren't, we weren't inside. We mm-hmm. were at the outdoor venue, which I thought was inside actually. Oh, okay. And, which by the way, the band, amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> But
0: some people did wear masks. Still. Okay. Some people did, if because they, they told you when when you got the email to be like you're coming, they were like if you're not vaccinated don't don't take off your mask. Okay. They're like we won't ask you for proof, but you need to we're trusting you mm-hmm. to not take that off if you're not vaccinated. But very spaced out. Like it's like if you 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 could tell that if people bought tickets together, mm-hmm. they then, sat together. But if it's like me where it was like single tickets, uh-huh. you were. Like there was two seats, like you weren't allowed. To oh,
2: so like, was it six feet, probably?
0: No, I mean, just like, just imagine that it's like two seats empty next to you. Got basically.
2: it. Honestly, that's what I prefer. Oh, same,
0: same. I'm like, I won't be all close next to you, Bridget. Uh, <laughs> but
2: I felt safe. Okay, good. I felt
0: safe. You know, i I felt one thing I thought was interesting was I don't know, I think it's respectful, but was not allowed to stay after. They did ask you to leave and respect her privacy and let like don't stay and ask her for you know her time because it's COVID and we don't want to yeah we don't want to you know I I it's funny though because I think somebody did stick. I remember somebody's like thanks for your order I like I saw somebody post about it and I was like they were there like what so huh. anyways um I'm, I'm giving a bad review of this but it not was not at just,
2: all no I'm like completely mesmerized right yeah. now because listening listening to you talk about somebody who has just like this beautiful pure raw talent. Yes. And to just sit there and appreciate just one person. Yep. Like that is that is truly such an amazing gift. And
0: let me say, let me say something real quickly. You know I don't like Angela Weber. You know I do not. Oh
2: girl.
0: Mama Madonna Patty sorry. Sorry to this man. The, I would have I, if I could have a recording of her singing Evita, oh. I'd be like... And you can go watch her sing one song from Evita on YouTube, on Broadway.com. Okay. But she sang, she sang Rainbow High, which is probably the best song on the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just like, oh, great. And I felt so stupid because she was like, if you know this song, I want you to sing it with me. I don't care how bad you sound any of these old people they're not gonna do it no but I felt so stupid because I was like do I know this song and then like midway through I was like oh it's Evita. I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber <gasps> but I was like your voice though is what I'm focusing on and it sounds spectacular wow so yeah she's singing Billie Eilish I just it was shout out to the globe honestly
2: yeah for like giving her the platform to yes, be able to it was perform. Her first,
0: it was her first solo show we took a picture with her wow like she was like, can I take a picture of the audience. Be we like, hell oh, yeah, because it was her first. It was her first solo show. That's so cool. Singing a beautiful for her because her it was Father's Day. Her dad was there. Oh, okay. And, she, and, I, I, and I and I just I just got emotional. Oh, I can't I deal weeped, with that. And I weep because she sang my Sharia more to him. And I, and girl, I cried. I mean, it was just a beautiful evening of of being back, and it was so beautiful because yeah, it's like her parents were there, her boyfriend was there, she was so proud to be doing her first solo show she was doing it on the weekend of juneteenth which is a huge thing i mean like you could see a woman who already has made such momentous like growth in her career but you know i'm just i personally believe like is only destined for greatness and is going to become like the next cynthia revo
2: a spectacular evening Mm mm-hmm
0: 10 out of 10. So oh. thanks, Old Globe. Yeah,
2: thanks, Old Globe. Wow. Yeah, thank you. And also, like, the fact that you said that you felt safe right. is really, really cool. And for
0: anybody out there, um, if you like Carmen Cusack, who was in um, Bright Star, she's going to be doing it this weekend. Oh, wait. Oops. Well, the podcast, oh, will, the yeah. podcast won't be out by the time she performs. Sorry, but kids. You missed out. You missed out, kids. But July 9th to 11th, the amazing, which I probably will go back for if it's not sold out.
2: Eden Espinosa
0: will be performing. Okay. Honey, if it's not sold out, uh, you can see my black booty there. Uh, <laughs> drink, drink. So yeah, that was it. Uh, so it just, I'm, I can't, I was, it felt good to be, It's. it felt so, like to hear a live band start up again, to hear a violin, ooh, like a violin and, a, like and a cello blend. There's nothing like ooh, it. Oh, truly. Ooh. Sex can't compare and I'm done.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: As Austin Powers says, and I'm spent.
2: And that's it, everyone. You have an honest, genuine review. Genuine by pony. Oh, no, pony. <laughs>
0: sorry, pony by genuine. Anyways, so that was that. It was beautiful.
2: Well, I'm very, very excited yeah, for you. That's yeah. really, really cool. And I honestly, I can't wait to get back either. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a weird moment. I think I have a. I mean.
0: There's definitely, there was definitely moments of mm-hmm. like, like I said, I kept my mask on until I sat down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I took it off because I was like, I'm not going to... I don't know. It was... Because it was cold, my glasses were fogging up. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to also, not think about... The, yeah you're
2: vaccinated. I am, you're outside. I am, I you're I not am. right next to someone who right. you don't know. Right.
0: And, and you know, the people in front of me were spaced out. So I wasn't like... But it was interesting. I think what startled me was how quick people were. To like, I mean, the, the mask mandate's lifted, but it it, it just there's no thought. Yeah, I guess I guess it's just the excitement of being back, but it's like immediate hug, kiss. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So yeah, w- humans are kind of like obsessed with their absolutes. It's like all or nothing. I feel like sometimes agreed,
0: agreed. And it was just interesting because people got so upset when they were like, oh. "Can you just put your mask back on for ten seconds?" And it was like, oh. "I've been sitting out here for an hour, like." I don't have to do that, and it's like, baby, you're at the mercy of someone else's business. If they're asking you to do something, <sighs> mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah, just do it.
2: Just do it, and, and take it off as soon as you get inside
0: and just get over yourself.
2: Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm very, very excited for you, yes. and I can't wait to go and see a show with you again. Yes, hopefully very soon. Hopefully soon. And speaking of shows, mm. segways are weird.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> aren't but, those
2: Aren't those like
0: bikes or something? I, I don't know. I I, I, I
2: I never got to like ride on one uh, as a tourist. I think tourists and uh, mall cops use them.
0: That's what it is. It's like the are they like, like Paul Bart Mall Cops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's that. Ugh, hate that movie. Sorry.
2: Yeah. You don't remember that joke Bo Burnham has? Segways are weird. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man,
0: big fan, big fan. Okay.
2: Uh, so, shows. Well, I just wanted to kind of go through, because we have some exciting news, kids. Hey, kids. Some theaters are starting to announce their new season. Hey,
0: something that we can't afford still.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, someday. So, we've got North Coast Reps new season. Lambs. Oh we're holding right there. No, no,
0: no. I keep on keep, keep going.
2: We've got Lamb's new season, La Jolla Playhouse's new season, and then we've got some stuff at the Globe. Um and I do just want to mention that if you would like to hear more about San Diego Theaters, please go back and listen to episode two, The Gentle Day's Guide to San Diego Theatres.
0: San Diego, or as I like to call it, the Whale's vagina.
2: That- That can't possibly be correct.
0: Miss Corningstone.
2: (laughs) You look like a blueberry. Ah, me
0: and Veronica Corningstone just had sex and I love her. Was was that
1: loud?
2: (laughs) You kind of screamed it. (laughs) I love Acre Man. Isn't that movie? Oh, man. You know what my mom, my hi mom, my mom really loves that moment where Ron Burgundy says, Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then he's like, "Ron, I gotta fire you." And he goes, "I gotta fire you." Bing, bang, <laughs> bong. <laughs> it's My of- mom laughed so
0: hard. I think it just may be Will Ferrell's best role.
2: Yeah, he looks good with the mustache. He does. He really does.
0: I had an Anchorman Two post from room for the longest time.
2: Why don't you go back to your home on Horror, Horror Island? Island. <laughs> okay. So um, let's shall we go through these shows, mm-hmm, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Let's start with North Coast Rep. They are the most north out of this list so far. <clears throat> so,
0: honey, I can taste the no seasoning on that chicken. <laughs> I is it COVID? Cause there ain't no taste, honey. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I didn't even wait. I'm sorry. I didn't even wait. You didn't. I didn't even wait. Girl, I know. I don't even have to look at the menu to know. I'm not getting anything worth my time.
1: Oh my god. What's wrong with me? Okay, I'm sorry. crying. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! I can't even. I can't even. They really, <laughs> really just gotta taste the
0: chicken first. Girl, sometimes oh you show god. up somewhere, oh. and you just like you just you just you're like oh, oh okay. Oh well, I should I should just get a glass of water and um, some <laughs> bread and hope that they have good butter. And I'm gonna just sit my- down and pray that I I can't wait to get McDonald's later. <laughs>
2: Allow. You didn't even give anyone a chance.
0: <laughs> and that's a Keon Savage moment. So the season. Oh my lord. Uh, oh, okay. Dang.
2: Listen. Uh, sorry, it's been a while. I haven't laughed that hard. Oh my god. I'm sweating. I'm crying. Oh my I mean, gosh. if you. <laughs> I'm trying to be a professional.
0: I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't never gonna hire me. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna just say, never mind. Let me just let's keep let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oh my lord!
1: <laughs> just wait till you see the show
0: poster. I'll I'll have my thoughts afterward.
2: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now listen, everyone. We said earlier in this episode that theater is meant to spark a conversation. It is,
0: and I need to preface really quickly that. There is nothing wrong with, like, like you can like the art you like, and sometimes, how do I say that? I don't know. I'm going to be blunt.
2: It's not always going to be everyone's no. plate of chicken.
0: And and also, I just need to say this because I feel like people are going to be like, oh my God. But, like, why people aren't the devil, okay?
2: Okay.
0: I'm just saying that sometimes we can put a little pepper in that room. Okay.
2: We can, we can uh, we can... St- step aside we can make some room yes we Uh, can allow other people in you know yes and and uh if you've got the if you've got a platform then you automatically have a responsibility
0: and as well if you if this is for anything Mm -hmm. but like brown folk black folk queer folk people of color women are not meant to be like posters for your savior, like, for your savior story. And as well, mm-hmm. like, remember that these people have to deal with your patronage. And so mm-hmm. if your patronage is treating them like crap, then work on it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And that,
2: that is something that we, we've we addressed a little bit. Yes. But um, the, I think one of the reasons that North Coast Reps season stands out to us a little bit is because it it just seems a little... uh Deaf. <clears throat> Deaf. Deaf to the times And here's
0: the thing you can do a season of all white people mm-hmm. and have the
2: material
0: be something worthwhile darling mm-hmm. So
2: well I'm gonna show you the lineup. Here we go and I I'm sure you've seen this yes. first this first poster. So they're starting they're kicking it off in October with Ben Butler by Richard Strand. With a Confederate
0: flag on the There poster is a Confederate hunter. flag on the show. And I, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the show is about. It, it looks like it could be about the Civil War, maybe. I... but darling, a Confederate flag in in 2021. <clears> Mother, it to be better. Uh, th- yeah. there,
2: there could be there could have been other choices. Yeah, there could so, have been other choices. Are you Googling what
0: the show is about.
2: I'm just googling the um the playwright, and he is indeed. A White Man. What is this
0: play about, though? That's my question.
2: Um, well, let's see. I'm going to learn more.
0: <clears throat> I'm just curious about this one. All the other ones, I'm like, we don't have to talk
2: about them. It's a Southern California pr- premiere. Sure. <clears throat> directed by David Ellenstein. Part comedy, part history. Inspired by real-life figures, General Benjamin Butler is faced with an impossible moral dilemma. Follow the letter of the law or make a game-changing move that could alter the course of U.S. history. It's okay. a battle of wit and wordplay. As the characters spar with each other on respect, equality, and civil rights. I mean, so, go off
0: like <clears> yes, history <throat> is important, but <clears throat> listen, it could be good. All right, the yeah, poster just—I'm sorry, but don't just don't use the Confederate well, the, flag. The baby. poster's a
2: little jarring. It, so I was talking about, about
0: the Civil War, though. So yeah, okay.
2: Next up is Desperate Measures. One Shakespeare
0: with a cowboy hat.
2: Yeah, Shakespeare with a cowboy hat. This is a witty, wild musical comedy. Takes Shakespeare's measure for measure and shakes it up. See? Mm. A rollicking romantic musical that manages to address law and order, justice and hypocrisy, set in the Wild West. Fully loaded with laughs and toe tapping music, settle up and see why critics and audiences have branded Desperate Measures a great A musical. Buy tickets now! Mm
1: hmm.
2: All right. Um. No. Uh. Okay. I, I haven't I haven't heard of that, so that's I mean
0: definitely you know good you know, I always say if you're gonna do Shakespeare reinvented, I guess so, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. You know, yep, that is something that like, i
0: I guess that applies, uh
2: uh-huh. so. next up, the homecoming,
0: oh author. by Harold Pinter,
2: yeah, okay, do you know the show? I do, Oh, I don't know the show. Do you know anything about it?
0: That show's intense, man,
2: often regarded as noble laureate harold pinter's most enduring play this masterwork of family warfare is set in an all-male household oh boy yeah that relies on fantasy and one-upmanship for its very existence i gotta
0: be honest with you that is shocking to know they're doing that play Mm -hmm. that play is if i remember that 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 play correctly um It's got got some stuff in that play. It
2: says suitable for mature audiences only. Well, because
0: I'm pretty sure that, like, there's some prostitution that goes on in that play that gets Mm. a little ugly. Okay. I mean, you put One one Woman in a Room of Rich Men, so we don't like that picture.
2: Uh, Okay. Next up is Forbidden Broadway's Greatest Hits, Mm. written and created by Gerard Alessandrini.
0: Okay,
2: go off. Um, experience Broadway's greatest hits in this hilarious, loving, and endlessly entertaining tribute to some of theater's most cherished stars and songwriters.
1: hmm
2: <laughs> The show parodies Broadway musicals, including Chicago Phantom and Fiddler.
0: And you've lost me.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's parodies, so. I mean,
0: parodies are cute, but it's just not for me.
2: Mm-hmm. I get that. Next is going to be The Outgoing Tide. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to see the poster for this one?
0: Hit me. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> no. let me just say
0: something really quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I heard a thought that someone said that liberalism is killing theater, right? Oh. This idea that we're, we're just getting, we're getting too, like, mm. oh, everything has to be, like, social justice and boom. No, baby. You is mean... this,
2: is this in the same vein of, like, the left is going to eat itself? Kind of. Okay. And I'm going,
0: darling, once again.
2: You And once again,
0: there are people who will eat this up. Yeah. However, you're catering mm. to the same people. Mm-hmm. You're That's like theater is this thing that is always being catered to one group. Mm-hmm. Expand. Yeah. Mama. Yeah. Open the damn door for some other hoes to say, ooh, I could see this.
2: Mm-hmm. Baby. Mm-hmm. I can see myself in this art. It's like, that's how you get people to
0: show up. Yeah,
2: exactly. And, that's like, how. and listen,
0: but you know what though? I say both, listen, all tea, all shade. Lambs and North Coast Rep are for certain groups of people and they will go and I hope they have a great time, but you will not see me there.
2: Okay. And that's fair, you know? Yeah. And so this, the show is a West Coast premiere, the outgoing tide. That's exciting. Another male playwright. Fiercely. That's too.
1: Oh. Where's the women? Where's get, the women? Don't get
2: me started. Don't get me started. Uh, Fiercely proud and battling the torments of an aging mind and an uncertain future, one man devises a plan, but his family has other ideas. Okay. Deftly moving between present and past, playwright Bruce Graham weaves a highly relatable story sprinkled with surprising humor and powerful emotions.
0: Well, maybe I'd watch that one.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I... That one might maybe... I don't know.
0: It sounds like the father.
2: And then I feel like... (laughs) I don't know if I'm going crazy, but I really do feel like the North Coast Rep has some kind of Sherlock Holmes play every season. Oh, Lord. The Remarkable yeah. Mr. Holmes I mean, is one, the last show of their season. Once
0: again, you're appealing to people who have a lot of money, who are coming to the shopping mall mm-hmm. and are going, oh, let's get our pizza oh, and let's get our salad. And then, oh, <laughs> why don't we go over to the North Coast Rep and, and watch them that could be on the Damn History Channel?
2: London. 1890s. A string of baffling crimes challenges the world's most notorious detective, Sherlock Holmes, and his new assistant. Not only do they sleuth and scrutinize, but they also sing.
0: Oh, honey, you really losing me. <laughs> you really losing me. Can we go on lambs?
2: Yes, we can because that's the end of their season. So, well, like I said,
0: I listen. If any of those things sound good to you, I want to. Point up, but I'm not judging you. I know I sound like a real judgmental a hole right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you love that, once again, good for you. By we Rodrigo. But, um, but I think don't be afraid to. But same way that I could go and probably watch a show and learn something too about that. Uh-huh. The same way I encourage you to maybe go to the rapper segment.
2: Okay. And that's fair. And that's fair. I mean, I, I find it. <sighs> I learn a lot from people, and I think I've told you about this before. Like my dad, mm? um, my dad's not like a live theater lover, sure. and that's okay. That's fine. And he like is you know he knows that about sure. himself. Sure. And he when he goes to watch a movie, he's very honest about the fact that he doesn't want to watch anything sad. He doesn't want to yes. watch anything that's gonna make him think. Yeah. He doesn't want to watch anything. Some people want
0: entertainment. terrible. They just he want just wants to be entertained, yep. and you
2: know why? Because my dad has seen some shit. Yes, my dad has lived some and once harsh again, realities. Some
0: people need this, and good for them. Yeah, sh- yeah, good for them,
2: and that's okay. And we, and you know, we are, we're, we're open to it. But we grew up in a time where we were seeing a lot a of lot the of same thing. stuff, Man.
1: Oh, my God.
2: and the, and the pattern has just gone on and on and on. All right, so now we go to lambs. Yeah. Players Theater, which just to remind you is up in Coronado Island. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, beautiful, beautiful spot. Uh, I am just trying to look up. I have a link to a a what is it called? A Union Tribune article here about their new season. Sure. Um,
0: I think something to point out. I guess because I'll just say this. Which, yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier. Is just like after a year. Of such change after a year of going, hey, if you've been kind of producing mostly all white people, could you potentially make a little bit more room? Mm -hmm. It's just a little. It's a little bit interesting that there is not such a push to produce anybody who's not Mm -hmm. white and who's also not male. Mm -hmm. Um, The casting could change, but sure. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to also start up in October. With the Belle of Amherst, mm-hmm. Lamb's company member Cynthia Gerber will star in this solo play that takes on a humorous and moving look at uh, American poet Emily Dickinson. So, one woman show. Hey, oh, oh my God. They, uh, always,
0: they always be doing it. Have you
2: heard that John Mulaney joke? I think Emily Dickinson's a lesbian and you get partial credit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that I, that show, though, with Haley Steinfeld on Apple TV, I hear it's crazy.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I just feel like... What's it called? Dickinson. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Okay. Emily Dickinson. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Okay.
2: Next is Christmas 2021, celebrating Lambs 50 years. Okay, congratulations. Good. Good for you. Uh, Instead of the usual festival of Christmas production, Lambs will host a program with five decades of music from its annual holiday shows. Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Christmas show? Sounds like a celebration. Yeah. The next is the Hound of Bakersville's...
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. There's not very much, like, here, uh, by way of a description, Smith said the company is now deciding between a few different theatrical takes on this classic Sherlock Holmes mystery. You're kidding me. Wait, what? You're
0: kidding me.
2: You are kidding me. another Sherlock Holmes? Darling. I'm sorry, since when is Sherlock Holmes a thing to do on stage? Let me
0: ask you something, because I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be blunt. As a white person, does does Sherlock Holmes rustle you e. Jimmy? Is, is that something that really excites you?
2: No. I mean, I, I like maybe Robert it's ma- Downey Jr.
0: Sure. Maybe it's, listen, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Sherlock Holmes. You know, people love Sherlock with Michael, C- or I said Michael Cumberbatch, Benedict and Cumberbatch and, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Martin Sheen. But honey, two? Yeah. Make some, once again, once again, this is what I'm saying. Do we have to write, like, can, we can't write anything else.
2: And I know for sure, do you think it's because it's like, um, what's it called? Uh, When it's over 100 years old.
0: Also, you know what? I'm just going to be frank about it. Do it. Do we need any more plays? When are we going to start writing about people who like... Like, I don't know. Listen... We uh, no say, it's say like, it say, it's say like, it Do we need to like hear about Emily Dickinson or Jane? It's like these white women. White, know people, about white them. people. White
2: people. White people. White people. Hammer I, it I in. Hammer it listen, in.
0: I'm, you can do another white person. Would you like some more
2: white with that toast? Just
0: I don't know. Make update it, dude. Talk yeah. talk about Kathleen Kennedy for all for God's sake. Talk name about Jackie name Kennedy. Name I don't them.
2: know. Honestly, talk about of, Stevie Nicks. Let's for, talk about Marie and Rosetta. Prime example. That's a great example. That's how you can spice it up. Like so yeah. many people don't know that rock and roll we'll start started right. by a black woman. Correct. Correct. Like to me
0: I go, if you're going to have a historical thing, educate us on something that we something don't know. Something that we know. don't know about. As Selena Gomez said in another Cinder story, no, I messed up. Another <gasps> Cinderella another Cinderella story too. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. Um so yeah.
2: Uh sorry um what is it called when something is over 100 years old it is public domain public domain that might be one of the reasons that there's a bunch of sure sure
0: sure it's but i I don't care it's why gatsby (laughs) it's why gatsby is about to have eighteen thousand renditions because now it's public domain
2: i like the guy richie sherlock holmes that's the only thing i've really seen regarding sherlock holmes um okay r-e-s-p-e-c-t aretha Carrie Meads and Vanda Eddington, the writing team behind some of Lamb's biggest shows, Boomers, and American Rhythm are writing a new musical review that will celebrate the music of great female singers of the 1960s, including Aretha Franklin, Joni Mitchell, Dionne Warwick, Janis Joplin, Diana Ross, Brenda Lee, and more.
0: Now see, you can bet me, you can bet on it right now. I'll go see that.
2: I love this. That
0: like that, that interests me genuinely. That
2: genuinely I will be intrigues going to watch me. That. See, yes. that's what
0: I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yes. Celebrate an
0: idea of that so many people were oh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And that's the only one, because the next one is Million Dollar Quartet.
1: Huh.
2: <laughs> one of Lim's biggest successes yeah, in people recent eat it history. Up, eat it up. This scripted play with musical with music recreates the real life one night recording session by Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, and Carl Perkins and Jerry Again,
1: Hathorce.
0: I'm just saying. It's like, honey, talk, like, Yeah. moving on.
2: Okay, Keith. The Playhouse. So, The Playhouse. The so, Playhouse. they've announced uh, three shows with this season, and I don't know if it's going to be like a shortened season or if they're going to add more, but uh, they're starting off with The Garden. Okay. Uh, by Charlene Woodard. Woodard? Wait a minute. That name sounds familiar. I'm going to Google this person real quick. Let's see. Beautiful black woman. American playwright Can and actress. Can you show me a picture of her, please? Ain't misbehaving.
0: Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, that iconic woman. Iconic. She's on Pose. Iconic.
2: Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. She she wrote it? Yeah. Oh
0: Oh, I have to see this.
2: This moving world premiere play explores the complex relationship between two alpha- women honey, I'm there I'm there and I'm with get, one I'm sentence you have g- got scooped me scooped me and scooped me and I am in those seats
0: you can scoop me up and scoop them right down my chimney <laughs> that's those lyrics from Mariah Carey's Oh Santa oh my god that's how I feel right now I am yeah I'm so excited just knowing that she wrote that I'm
1: so excited if you don't know,
0: know what we're talking about if you watch Pose, she is Damien's dance teacher. Iconic. Iconic. Name another legend. You couldn't do it. Okay,
2: great. <laughs> um, next is To the Yellow House, which was a part of their-
0: Previous season? Previous
2: season, so they've carried it over into this sure. season by Kimberly. Okay. Um, A meditation on love, art, and not being popular. Oh, this is Vincent Ooh, van
0: Gogh. Okay, okay. Yeah. Vincent van Gogh. Now, I, I, I won't lie. I'm not like crazy about it. But mm-hmm. it could be really funny. Mm-hmm. And I oh, I was going to say something that's kind of stupid. Why? I just think that. Um,
2: the only thing he's famous for is cutting off his ear? Well, that.
0: But I also am like, you could, you could cast a really handsome actor
2: in that role. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Perhaps.
0: So, even if it's bad, hopefully he's pretty.
2: And then uh, the last one is Bangin' It, which was also a part of their last season that they announced. Sure. That it was going to be the last show in that season. This is a world premiere musical directed by Amy Anders Corcoran. And who wrote it? Book by Mike Liu and Rihanna Liu Mirza. That's, you know, what's it about again? Music and lyrics by Sam Wilmot
0: gotta be honest with you i i I sadly don't know any of these names yeah
2: me neither let me see if i can get a little bit more info about the show itself sure because i yeah this one
0: now with all these shows i think Mm -hmm. it's important to note that you know as mentioned i believe in in the last episode episode two probably both episodes i believe that um y'all if you really want to see these shows uh Mm -hmm. Just do your best to like keep up on comps or if you're a student, mm-hmm. student just look at their look at their pricings because um it's just a good way to try and go see things and, and I will not lie, the Playhouse is, is is very expensive. It's very expensive.
2: Yeah. But But it, they've got like some seats if you buy early enough, or at least they used to. I don't know how true, it's going to be true. like post Or after the pandemic. But they used to do pretty good... Good priced seats kind of towards the back. And honestly, you don't need to be in the front for a lot of these shows. Um, So, Bangin' It. Winner of the Richard Rogers Award. Bangin' It is an exhilarating new musical that celebrates the traditions we inherit from yesterday. Hmm. And those we create for tomorrow. Hmm. When a young woman... Thank you. finds her identity cannot be defined by checking a box, she sets off on a quest to dance to her own beat. <clears throat> Drawing from competitive, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, and I'm sorry, I don't know enough about this, and I can't wait to learn, bangra and mixing it with other Indian and Western dance forms alike. Bangin' It is a brash, intoxicating, and joyous musical for America today.
0: And let me just say something really like- Do you see all of those choices? Mm -hmm. Do you see all of those choices that are exposing and and like introducing people to all types of like interesting, new, unheard of stories? And it's not out there trying to be like, look, making a point. It's just like, look at these exciting things Mm -hmm. that are new. Mm
2: -hmm. Look at that.
0: Anyways. No,
2: it's true. And it's like every single one of the shows was written by... Uh, Either a female or a person of color or a female had their hand on it for, um, looks like for banging it. And it's just, it's ingrained in La Jolla Playhouse's culture to do all kinds of work. And that's just really cool. And that's just really special.
0: It encapsulates a lot of different stories in one season, so that's that's really exciting. I'm yeah. excited to see those places. Yeah, I am too. Um, Actually, that's... there's
2: not one that I'm not excited for. No,
0: quite frankly. Well, I don't know about the Van Gogh one, but I'll still go see it.
2: Written by um, a person, by a female of color.
0: Oh, you uh, know what? Then I
2: Kimberly. You know what? Oh, did she write... What has she written? I'm looking at some of the other things that she's written.
0: Will you tell me one that I'm thinking she
2: plays in cooled untitled fuck Miss Saigon play. Yep,
0: yep, okay.
2: <laughs> that is so funny. She's been at the Eugene O'Neill Theater. Oh my gosh, she's like worked everywhere. Can I see one of the first- Tokyo Fish story? Brownsville no. song? No. Different words for the same thing.
0: I'm maybe thinking of somebody else. I'm so sorry. That's okay, okay
2: yeah, but yeah, yeah it's kind of right. cool. So the Globe,
0: right? Is the Globe, does
2: the Globe announce the season? The Globe is coming back. They're going to start in August, which is actually a little bit before a lot of these places. Most of these places are starting in October.
0: Our hair's at the outdoor, though.
2: That's true. So hair, uh, if you don't know hair, what are you doing hair?
0: Huh? <laughs> Honey, it's the dawning of the age of Aquarius, lovely. A <laughs> lot of sex, a lot of, lot of boogie.
2: these the sex. And uh, that's all I have to say. I wonder if they're going to do something different with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a musical that's like, ooh, revolution. I mean, it's the 70s, so, okay. It's
2: a revolution. Okay, The Gardens of Annuncia. That's a new one? Uh, let's see. Globe Commission World Premiere Musical. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, looks like we got... Uh, directed and choreographed by a woman. <gasps> come come through! Yeah, so that looks pretty cool. Uh, a Globe-commissioned world premiere musical by the five-time Tony Award nominee Michael John Letruisa. The Gardens of Annuncia is inspired by the life story of an icon of the American stage who directs and choreographs the show at the Globe, Broadway legend Gracel... Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Angel's having a hard time pronouncing words. It's okay, though. It's okay. It looks
2: like Graciela Danielle. Yeah. Graciela Danielle. Anuncia times the garden of her country house as she reflects on her life, looking back on her girlhood in Juan Perón's Argentina and paying homage to the family of women whose sacrifices allowed her to become an artist. Okay. I'd go see it. I would go see it. 100% I would. Next up is Shutter Sisters, another globe Commission world premiere. I
0: gotta say, I do love that title. Yeah. I don't know what it's about, but I love that title. I like the fact that a lot of these works are new, and I have no idea what they're about. Yeah. But that doesn't stop me from seeing it. No,
2: yeah. That's like, just like we said, I'm excited to see new stuff. Shutter Sisters tells the story of two women living parallel lives on the hardest days of their lives. A white woman named Michael? I swear to God, it's spelled Michael. Okay. Attends her adopted mother's funeral while a black woman named Michael. Okay, so one is literally spelled like Michael the white way. Yeah. And then a black woman named Michael, M-Y-K-A-L, kicks her adult daughter out of her home. A Heartfelt and Surprising Journey Through Womanhood, Identity, and What It Means to Belong.
0: God, on- honestly, you got me. You got me.
2: And it's directed by Donya K. Washington. <gasps> oh,
0: sorry. I thought, uh, sorry. I thought Donya is the name of a playwright I love. Donya love. Oh my God, I got so excited. Whoops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's okay. That's Silly okay. okay. Silly me. That's okay. Um, and then let's see. What's up? I really want to see that. That sounds like a two-hander and I love two-handers.
0: It's Uh, just so exciting to have so much new work be pumped through San Diego.
2: A thrilling new production of a too-often-neglected American classic, Trouble in Mind, directed by Delicia turner Sonnenberg. Go,
0: Delicia!
2: Uh, By Alice Childress. Okay. A thrilling new production, uh, New York, 1955. A leading black actress and a multiracial cast rehearse a challenging new Broadway play set in the South.
0: I will... S- oh, is it, is, it, is it done?
2: Is it done? I'm never done.
0: I said that was so mean of me. I apologize.
2: <gasps> I don't care. I do! Um,
0: for those people who don't for those who don't know, Delicia turner Sonnenberg is one of the most prestigious directors in San Diego. Uh, she was one of the founders of Moxie Theater, which we talked about in episode two. Uh, she was artistic director for many years, but now has uh, stepped down, but directs all over town, uh, really... Uh, just like I said is one of the most prestigious directors here so if you have a chance to see her work I would strongly recommend it
2: absolutely and uh, oh I almost I almost said something you naughty girl tonight
1: I'll
2: be oh oh I'll be your naughty girl (laughs) drop shit that (laughs) ain't me and then last up is El Borracho um, directed by Edward Torres through. Raul is ill. He drinks because he always drinks, just like El Boracho on the Loteria card. In his final months, Raul is forced to move in with his ex-wife Alma, who now has to care for the man she thought she'd never have to see again, and his son David, who has a secret he's longing to share. Developed as part of the Globe's 2020 Power's New Voices Festival, oh, the go world premiere of Tony Meneses compelling tragic comedy follows one family's journey to come together so they can say their final goodbyes see you got me again morning contains strong language
0: oh lord you know people are like
2: i don't want to hear fuck
0: um sorry <laughs> yeah. but look the- we gave you hair shut up like come on girl um that's i'm excited for that yeah that, see that's Seriously. what
2: i'm saying like like do you see that I You mean, see these differences like the idea you're
0: mm, just empowering new voices empowering new work. And it's
2: embedded in these seasons as well. It's it's not like sprinkled on there like, oh yeah, we got this too. It's a part of it. It is it.
0: God, that makes me... What? I just got thoughts about something but once again listeners can't hear. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, that's, that's that. Those are the uh, theaters that have announced so far.
0: Once again, uh, Know that you can go on the websites and check these out. Mm-hmm. Check out dates. We didn't talk about dates or prices, but
2: and again, I really want to apologize because I know I said some names wrong, and I I'm gonna try to get better if because I ever get better. help me, I'm poor.
0: Ma'am, you need to go back to your seat, please? Uh,
2: no, um, it isn't me. I am, I am Mrs. Iglesias.
0: Ma'am, I, I just play
2: okay. What kind of name is that?
0: My name is Steve
2: stove are you even applying? no
0: my name is my name is steve anyways (laughs) uh is it time for the segment
2: it's time for the segment baby tiktok tiktok of the week what's your favorite tiktok this week
0: oh i don't have it pulled up but my favorite tiktok of the week i okay i saw it on twitter because bob the drag queen retweeted it first Mm -hmm. but it's this it's this idea that it's (laughs) a pigeon at pride (laughs) and he's like yes you better you got you have it
1: Yes. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Right. Throw out some bread in his face. Throw out some bread, bitch. (laughs) Right. I see you throwing that glitter. (laughs) I see you throwing that glitter. Cut it out and throw some bread. This part. Stop throwing that glitter and throw some bread out. A little part. bread. It's I coming. know you f- have some bread. <laughs> Empty your pocket. Empty your pocket. Empty your pockets. Eww. Let's get together, have a kiki over some, some bread. bread. <laughs> Let's have a kiki over some bread. <laughs> I see a lot of jock straps, but I, you know what I don't see is bread. No. You no, know, what you <laughs> have well, to understand. If there's no Wait, oh, if he goes. Bread, if there's no bread, honey, it's not pride. <laughs> no, you,
0: you have to yeah. you have to go watch it because <laughs> it's his facial expressions when he's waiting for somebody to say like his he it's just so brilliant. It's so,
2: it's truly truly brilliant. Happy
0: Pride Month. Uh, that's my favorite.
2: Honestly, Happy Pride. Um, oh boy, I've. Um, <sighs> Mine I'm I'm between some because I thought I had my favorite one of this week, but it's actually my favorite Okay, yeah. listen. It's You have to see it. Both you really these, have to see it. So Both of
0: these TikToks are things that you you do have to watch
2: them. You do really need to watch them. This one is uh at Adrian Bliss, and one of my favorite things about him is he looks at the camera every three seconds, and that for some reason is just comedic timing at its finest. I don't know what it is about him. He's he's hilarious to me. He's playing Jesus. It it, it comedy. And then uh, Kiki's uh, that he mentioned is at Vin underscore A.
0: Love it, Vinny. I love um, it
2: and that's gonna do it for us this week um if you have any listener questions that you would like to ask if you have any topics you'd like for us to cover sure, that have to do a theater
0: yeah we know that haunted theaters are it's, it's oh my
2: gosh we got so many people asking for a haunted yeah, theaters so episode we'll, we'll,
0: we'll definitely work on that one and
2: listen when i tell you I am so excited about that episode. I'm gonna Me too. cry. Me like too. I can't. I'm. I, but I do really want to do a lot of research because I want it to be good. Same. So it might take a little while. I might make you wait for be it.
0: Be patient, but it'll come.
2: <laughs> All right, Kiki. I love you. I love you as
0: always. You can follow us at at Patrick Theater Co on Instagram. We will have a revolving doors Instagram soon, so do stay tuned for that. Yeah. And then we just are so thankful. So, we'll okay. see you later. Honestly,
2: goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye,
0: goodbye.
1: Goodbye, goodbye.
2: goodbye, goodbye.